content warning. We have fun and laugh a lot during the process of making this podcast, but some of the movies we watch have adult situations. That means we may use language that isn't suitable for children, as well as topics that could be triggering for some. We want you to enjoy our podcast, and that means taking care of yourself and feeling safe. Thanks for listening. That's probably not enjoyable for anyone, except for me I'm while doing totally it. Listening. flush <laughs> with cash. Wait, no, I'm nope, combining. We are totally lost. With flush with cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two different shows, even. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> are you ready? F- are you all ready for this? No one's ready. No one's ready for anything that we do. That's right. Or say. Or this say. episode, we're talking about Mr. Mom. Mom. But first, I'm Z. Second, I'm K. <laughs> hey, we never did this. Uh, we got to shout out our friend RW. Yeah, RW, yes. Because uh, he's given us a lot of gear yeah. to help us is- help facilitate this kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. We'll have him on at some point once at some we point. figure out how to do that. Right. <laughs> um, or if, what if, movie. He's, if he's chill with that, um, we haven't even asked him. We're like, we'll have him on. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's, yeah, shout out to RW. This and, time, and friends of the pods, uh, yeah. Hala and Bunny for yeah, listening. For listening and telling us before we're these went public. Horrible. Um, talker adders. Oh, also, uh, I wanted to say to the day today we're recording on the birthday of Stalker Channing. Uh, what? Just, I just remembered that while I was in the shower this morning, you came in and you listed. Oh, I thought you were pooping. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Were you pooping in the shower? <laughs> you shit the bath. <laughs> in, in Beautiful Mind or whatever that is. Is that the one with Jeffrey Rush? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's called, uh, what's that called? Huh? Quills? Jeffrey Rush? No, not the one where he plays fucking Marquita Sod. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene where he writes all, all over the walls in his own shit. So that's what I thought you were. It's like. A Beautiful Mind has Russell Crowe in it. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. <laughs> Hang on. Keep talking. Hang on. Don't talk. Keep laughing. <laughs> Were you pooping in the shower? Yes. I, that's my favorite place. Um, <laughs> who's, who, who else's birthday is it, though? You started saying it's Stalker Channing's birthday. Wait. 
Yeah, Did stalker training. Like, okay. Stalker training. Uh, I said her name, and then I felt like, you know how you feel like you're having a stroke a little bit, and you're like, those words aren't words. That's what it felt like. I got really nervous that I just said. Shine is the movie I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he shits in the bath. Because <clears throat> he's autistic or something. Happy Canonically birthday. Yes. Okay, no, no, he okay. plays a real person. Well, it's yeah, a but biopic. I mean, like, you're, like, that's not just your assessment is what I mean. You're no. not just, like, okay. I mean, I could be horribly misremembering. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it may not be a developmental disability, or it may be, or it may be autism, or it may be. Something? Just being English or whatever he is. <laughs> I think Jeffrey Rush is Australian? Really? Yeah, I don't think, or like anyway, something like that. Anyway. Don't tempt me to look that up. <laughs> done and done. Uh, also, also Henry Rollins' birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I was in the shower. I was okay. in the shower. <laughs> Maybe I was pooping. Somebody was pooping on Henry Rollins' birthday. <laughs> I distinctly remember you were pooping <laughs> while I told you it was and It was somebody else. <laughs> also, I feel like it was. Uh... <laughs> what? No. Um. Yeah, this one's gonna be about Mr. None of this. What are you looking? None up? of this. <laughs> oh my god! What are you looking up? What are you getting so fast, Randall? Uh, birthdays. <laughs> it's important. I feel like it's also Andy Buckley's birthday. Who, who uh, <laughs> played CFO of Dunder Mifflin? David Wallace. Oh. And the answer is whatever. <laughs> no one cares. Mr. Mom, maybe we're um, keeping it real. As previously mentioned, Mr. Mr. Uh, Michael Douglas Keaton is a is a wood dude. Is a zaddy. Yeah. No, not a zaddy. I'm a zaddy. <laughs> um, but Himbo? yeah, he. <laughs> A real fuckboy. <laughs> Michael Keaton is a himbo, yeah. At least in this movie, he sure as hell is. He's quite the... No, I... Re... <laughs> Terry Gar, though, is in this. Terrence it... Gar. She... I just looked it up. She was... She's 76. Yeah, she's fucking old. That... <laughs> you know, That's it sneaks wild. up on you. Yeah, that she's way older wild. than you think. Like, Remember how yeah. she's in an episode of original series Star Trek? Oh my god, I fucking forget. Yeah. Yeah. God. Terry Gar was a whole, yeah, thing. Like, she was just so... She's I, so I, good. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, she was good and then something... I just mean, like, Hollywood stopped caring about her because she fucking aged yeah. or whatever, you know? God forbid. Well, but... at least she got to play Phoebe Buffay's mom. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all this shit. <clears throat> um, yeah. Phoebe and... Uh... Oh, what's the twin sister's name? Oh, I cannot remember. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Yeah. My one of my least favorite shows to ever that he watched all that I've ever completely watched there all the way through several times. I have a few of those myself. <gasps> oh, I just heard today. Speaking of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 shows you hate that you watched all of. That's a uh, uh, metaphorical you. Right. One. Uh, apparently, there's um another Battlestar Galactica series. In production? What? Yeah, I just God. heard that today. Why? Ugh. Why? Why? Who needs that? I'm like, Battlestar was fine until it just started sucking, and then the, the ending was just horrible. And then they did, what was it? The. Caprica? Ugh. God, no one needed that. No. I I don't even think I got through one full season of that. I was oh, like, no. this is so... I don't think I got through one full episode. <laughs> I was like, what the <clears throat> fuck? This is so boring. It was like, it's it's one of those things where like, they're like, oh, people are into this show. Let's pick out the most basic and boring pieces of it. And then we're going to make a prequel yeah. only <laughs> centered around the worst bits of it that everyone hated. And it's like, what the fuck? Exactly. But it like lasted for a couple seasons. I mean, if you loved it, then I don't understand. But um, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> God love you. <laughs> or someone. I don't know. Um, yeah. God love Ooh. you or someone. But anyway, this, this movie, Mr. Mom, I watched this movie for the first time when I was a teenager, I think, a youth. Um, and I thought it was so fucking funny. And it's one of those where I was like, I was holding out like because Keith did, was a little nervous to watch it. Let's be honest. Keith was a little nervous <laughs> to watch it because, um, you know, it's like an early 80s movie about like kind of gender which, role yeah, reversal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're 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 scared. But um. Uh, I was I was like, I think you'll like it. But I was like so scared that I was like, oh, God, what if I was just being a stupid asshole teenager? I feel like I saw it in my teens as well. I remembered nothing about it. I remember seeing trailers for it and being like, oh, that looks fucking hilarious. It's and again, it's that thing where like Michael Keaton. It's Michael Keaton. Yes. So good (laughs) with like. Yes. He's just so fucking good. And he's really good with like physical stuff. Like his like reaction to stuff. Like he doesn't like, it's not just how he delivers lines. It's like his body language while he's delivering it. It's so funny. Like the, where he's getting, okay. So the synopsis of the movie, if you've never seen it, um, is basically Michael Keaton and Terry Gar are a married couple. Terry Gar is a stay-at-home mom, and Michael Keaton is an engineer at a um, car manufacturing company or something. Whatever. Um, I guess Michael Keaton got pigeonholed in the eighties. I know. <laughs> um. So. Um. Yeah. So he gets fired, and then <laughs> he <laughs> makes a bet with uh, Terry Gar. And he, she's like, what, you know, because he's like, oh, I got to find another job. And she's like, well, what if I tried to find a job, too? You know, it's been a few years, but I have experience with all the stuff. You know, I'm she was like in advertising or something. She's like, I, you know, have a degree and a couple years experience. So what if I tried? And he was like, let's make a bet and see who gets a job first. <laughs> and she's like, I hate this idea. I don't want to do this. And he's like, no, it'll be fun. And then like cut to cut the next to scene. She's getting ready for work. And he's like, just take the money. You won the bet. She's like, I didn't want to play in the first place. Anyway. I, so, I thought that was a good. Yeah. Edit. Yeah. But directorial choice. Or yeah. Editing choice. Because... Basically the, the whole plot of the movie is that he's, you know, Mr. Mom, obviously, you know, uh, he's taken over being the stay at home parent. Um, 
and she's the career person who's like hardly ever home and kind of being a little bit absent, um, not helping out much. Um, and you know, it's kind of, it's, you know, like just the synopsis of it, you're like, okay, that's not really anything, but I think they do actually a pretty good job of, of making it so that it's like, not like, oh, the real hard job is, is being a stay at home mom. They're basically like, it's, it's rough to, to work (laughs) (laughs) and it's rough rough to stay home. You know, like there's not an easy answer to any of it because it's, which I appreciate. Like they're not saying like, you know, they're like showing that like staying at home with kids and taking care of them all day is not full-time job. Yeah. is not just an easy, whatever, you know, um, and and I think there's like a scene that I appreciate. Anyway, whatever. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, the beginning, when the scene where Michael Keaton <laughs> gets fired, I fucking love that scene. Oh, it was with... really good. Because <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, we've also got uh, Jeffrey Tambor, Chris Lloyd, Jeffrey Tambourine, <laughs> and another guy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. And they all get laid off. Yeah. Basically, well, Jeffrey Tambor moment. fires them. He oh, doesn't right. get laid off. That's right. Tambor's yeah. the. But his character's he... name is Jinx, by the way. <laughs> but he's like he's firing this other guy and Christopher Lloyd, and they call um, Michael Keaton up to the office, and he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're firing them." And they're like, "You're fired too," and he's like, "And now you're firing me too." And it's just this whole, and it's just this and whole they, it's thing. It's very physical yeah, comedy. So they keep fi- jumping on. Yeah, they keep Tambor. like like trying to choke out Jeffrey Tambor. Like every time he says something, it's like, I hope this will make you feel better. You know, here's what we're doing. Also, they're like, ah, oh, you fucking asshole. Like, and it's so great. And then he, I loved the part where he says, "Is there anything I, like Jeffrey Tambor's like? Is there anything else I can do? And or like, is there anything else like we can provide?" And, yeah disability and then he tries to jump, jump out, out the, the window, window. oh my god and get, <laughs> i just i love how they just ha- keep having to like drag each other off of someone <laughs> yeah, they, or something they all, like take like, turns yeah <laughs> like you know someone it's so fucking funny why don't you give me a break i'm telling you there's blood all over my slide rule but yeah, uh, Martin Mull is also in this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Martin Mull, Duh. who is a. I really enjoy Martin Mull's paintings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I um, forgot he does that. I I like I he he did like some like he had like a gallery showing in uh-huh. Vegas. I mean I I've never met him or anything like that, but he did when I lived in Vegas. He did like a gallery showing, and like so much of his work was on just like a ton of it was just on display and I was like this is really interesting. Like I think it's really he went to RISD if I remember right. I just thought it was really cool because, like, this dude is, like, from Mr. Mom and Sabrina the Teenage Witch and, like, and all Roseanne. this stuff. Yeah, all this stuff, like, growing up, you know, he was just, yeah. like, the doofy guy, you know. Yeah. And then you see his paintings and I'm like, wow, there's so much, like, feeling and, like, it's just a lot of – I'm really interested. I was really interested in his work. It really struck uh-huh. me. So so that's something. I was, like, you know, like, the guy from Mr. Mom does paintings. <laughs> he also started as a comedian. Yeah. Musical comedian, he was right. Oh god, songs. <laughs> That's hard for me. <laughs> Musical comedy is is. Yep. Whew, that one's. Ooh. Um. Oh my god. Yeah. So he plays uh, <laughs> Terry Gar's boss, who's clearly interested in her. And yeah, yeah, and trying to get in her pants. There, there's 
there's a scene at the beginning before right before Michael Keaton gets fired where like all the guys on the assembly line are like talking about how worried they are about their jobs or whatever and he's trying to give them a pep talk by describing the movie Rocky and they keep like asking him specific questions about Wh- it which one yeah they're like which Who'd Rocky he fight? and he's like I don't know and they're like who is he fighting like what what was going Did on he have a mohawk yeah, <laughs> And he's just like, I don't know. Uh, anyway, and he just keeps trying to do it. And, like, they keep interrupting him to ask him specifics about the movie. Because he's like, I was at the movies the other night watching Rocky. And they were like, which one? And they want to know very specific things about it that he cannot tell them. And he's just like, anyway, anyway, anyway. The, the point is, you know, we're, we're just we're going to be like Rocky and we're going to win this or something like that. And then he <laughs> walks away and they're like, he didn't see Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. But when <laughs> I wrote this, this is a quote from you. Uh-oh. When, <laughs> when, Terry, when Terry Gar gets a job, <laughs> you said, <laughs> like, <laughs> you said, don't worry, she's making six cents on the dollar. <laughs> Which, obviously, you're like, I mean 60 cents. <laughs> but, like, oh, my God, just that fucking, oh, God, just thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's true. Um, right. but oh god, that killed me. Nineteen eighty-three dollars. Making six cents on the dollar. Oh god. Oh. So directed by <laughs> Stan Dragoti. Stan Dragoti. What else has he done? We've got uh, the, the only thing that I've maybe seen. Uh, was the man with one red shoe, which is an early Tom Hanks movie, early movie unfamiliar. with Tom Hanks. Unfamiliar. Um, <clears throat> she's out of control. Late eighties. I don't know. I don't really. And uh, <laughs> necessary roughness. Oh was God. his last movie. What's that one? Is that one about hockey? It's a football. Oh okay. Thing I don't know. <laughs> Not about hockey. <laughs> um, but written by our old friend John Hughes. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We both were like. I mean, oh, yeah, as soon as we saw it, we were like, what the fuck? Clearly. Oh, and Angelion is in this, too. Which Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a huge crush on as a kid. <laughs> Weird. She was on, uh, from watching It's a Living, which is a show about waitresses. Oh, that's right. So lots of. I've never seen it, but you've talked about it. You've discussed that. <laughs> and then uh, over the summer when I was catching up with my old friend Ruth, we both had, I don't know why Angelian came up, we were talking about some movie. We had both convinced ourselves that Angelian had died. <laughs> isn't that no, wild? she's alive yeah, and well, apparently. Isn't that wild when you're like, oh man, you know, I really wish <laughs> this person was still around, and they are, and then you're like, who the fuck was I thinking about? Yeah. And then you just feel like a doofus. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, the kids are great. Like, the kids do <laughs> they so great. They're they so are. Oh, my God. Just ridiculously, like, they're, like, very, like, they're so tiny. And I'm, like, how do you get such talent out of such tiny? Especially especially the youngest boy is, I think he has fewer lines than the older oh God, one. But he, he just, does the best oh God. looks and shit. <coughs> Which I didn't write let their me, names let down. Me have, let, me like, have, let me have the whoopee. No. <laughs> no. Can I have a moment to myself? Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. I think they're still acting, right? 
both of those kids? Oh, I don't know about... Th- I know one of them is. One of them one is, like, in, in everything. But I don't know about the other one. Yeah. I recognized one of them, is what I knew. Uh, who was also played a kid in another film that we'd recently seen, but I don't remember what film that is. Because um, we see so many movies from the late 80s, or from the 80s and 90s these days. This is all we see, basically. You're never going to get us reviewing something that came out, like, recently. Well, first of all, nothing's coming out. I said recently. I said recently. I didn't say now. That's true. Um, And never say never. (laughs) Um, Never. (laughs) No, I just, I think, I don't know. I I feel like the movie's really funny because, oh, go ahead. I want to say that uh, my fear was that there was going to be a lot of, Mm-hmm. The general stuff yeah, was going to be played gonna be really up gross. and gross, yeah. mm-hmm. and it actually wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, like the only. I thought there was going to be a lot of like, oh, he's emasculated because yeah. he's having to stay home and take care right. of the kids. They show him, you know, like there's lots of movies have done this since, probably before, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's always some super like. It's either like Vin Diesel or <laughs> The Rock or somebody right. is like <laughs> suddenly having to. Or like kindergarten cop, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of shit where some big macho dude has to interact with kids and is just clearly doesn't know what he's doing. And it's hilarious. You need to exercise. You kids are lazy. Yeah. And you usually get some scene where a dude's wearing a pink frilly apron for some reason. And like, (laughs) and this definitely has moments where Keaton's character is like, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's. But I think it goes to show, like, I, the, I, the way that it's presented in this, I'm not saying that they even intended to do it this way, but just, like, the way it plays out feels more like he's, it's showing how little he was around, like, how little yeah. he was paying attention before, as opposed to him being like, oh, I'm a bumbling idiot. It's like, you're not, you know, like, like, there's this. No, yeah, it's really yeah. just like, you're out of your league, bub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just, <laughs> you think this you're is like, yeah. Like, there's a scene where he's dropping off the kids, and everybody's honking at him, and they're like, you're doing it wrong. And then he goes shopping, and all the... Yeah. All oh, God. The it's... store is just filled to the brim with housewives, presumably, <laughs> yeah, who are, like, just running into him, him yeah. and, like, he's trying to order meat from the deli, and he's surrounded by a crowd of women, and yeah, they're like, yeah, hurry they're the just... fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And it's done pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like... Again, this is... It's it's not. It's showing that he, he the had, jokes aren't about right. gender roles exactly. Right. It's just about it's, it's about him not understanding what he was doing, like him having right. low no expectations. Clue. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's like, like, I got this. Yeah, like, oh, I can just go to the deli and order. I right. I can just say meat, and they'll know what I mean. And they're like asking him, like, okay, what kind, what cut, like, and he's like, uh, and he's like, just cheese. And they're like, okay, there's a lot of different types of cheese. What kind do you want? And he's just like, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh. And the only stuff where it's like, seems like it's about <coughs> him feeling insecure yeah. in his gender, in his masculinity or what have you, is when <laughs> uh, the wife's boss shows up, Martin Mall. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. He's like in his robe. Yeah. And the boss comes to pick her up. And he's like knocking on the door. <laughs> and he like runs out. He runs out. And then he comes in wearing fucking overalls. That are, like, very poorly, like, hooked <laughs> together. Yeah. And it's... he's got a chainsaw that's running for no reason. Yeah, that's clearly not actually that. running. Like, it's very, like, it's very clearly, like, the chain is not moving at all. It's just, like, the sound yeah. of a motor happening. But the and point is, uh, yeah, 
that I wanted to make is that it's clearly all his shit. Yeah. Nobody yeah, else yeah. is putting that on him yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, there's some, like, there's some, you know, like they do do some uh, like competitiveness between him yeah. and Martin Mull because Martin Mull is yeah the boss trying to and, yeah, yeah hit on yeah hook up with yeah. his wife. Well, I also like where he's like trying to like show how much he knows about things, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm going to knock out this wall. And he's like, he's like, oh, what are you, you know, are you going to do this or that? And he, like Martin Mull starts asking questions because he actually knows like what he's doing. Details. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Come on over here, Ron. Let me show you what I'm doing. Take advantage of some of the time off to uh, add a whole new wing on here. I'm going to rip these walls out and, uh, of course, rewire it. Yeah, you're going to make it all 220? Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes. Well, you sound like a pretty handy guy. Yeah, well, I like to do a little bit of everything, Ron. I write poetry, I uh, paint, sculpt. Oh. Like, the only, I think the only time I'm like, okay, whatever, is when he's, like, buying pads uh-huh. for his wife. And he's just, like, so nervous about it, and he doesn't want anyone to see him. And I'm like, first of all, the only other people in the store are women. Right. So no one is going to give a shit. They all know and you're no married. And no one does. Right. You're, they all know you're married, and, like, no yeah. one cares. But I, I do like how she's like, oh, like, I think these are on sale. And he's like, don't worry about it. And she's like, she's like the cashier is like, does the announcement. She's like, she's like, do we have a sale on these, on these maxi pads or whatever? And he's like, don't, don't. And he, like, takes the mic. He's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't yeah, need it. He takes the mic. And <laughs> the, the, the cashier is played by Edie McClurg. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Yeah, but like, like he's trying to act like the the scene with Martin Mull is great because he's like trying to act like really butchy, yeah, and like not succeeding. Like it's very clear that he does not know what he's doing, but he's just trying to assert like some kind of weird masculinity and absolutely failing at it, which is kind of nice because it's like he's just like this is. I think I'm supposed to do this, (laughs) and like clearly like no one cares, and like Terry Gar's just like rolling her eyes, like okay. And then he's like, if you if you need me, like, what does he say? He's like, I'll be like, like I don't know. He says something like, I'll be in the shed or just drinking beers. I don't know. He says something, and she's just like, <sighs> like, like she's, no, it's like Martin Mull's yeah, That's right. Just like Martin walking Mull, in the car, not listening at all. Like he does not give a shit. After they introduce each other, yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Keaton's like, you want a beer? <laughs> Martin Mull's like, it's seven in the morning. <laughs> okay, scotch. Stupid. Yeah. Um. Oh, um, the weird ADR that happens when. Oh, yeah, there's, there's some ADR. Like throughout the entire <coughs> film, it's like they recorded ADR in like an echo chamber. Like it's just like mm-hmm. there's just like it. Sa- it literally sounds like someone's hollering in a warehouse. <laughs> Suddenly, they're in an empty oil drum or something. <laughs> And it's just like it doesn't it, like it's not like throughout a whole scene. It'll be like one small snippet in a scene, like that clearly you know they had to do ADR for, and and it's just like suddenly it's like sounds like this, <laughs> like for no reason. And it's just like what the fuck? Well, frankly, none of this stuff would influence me. All right. Come on, Ron. She doesn't know her tuna fish from a Cheerio. Damn good thing we don't have the Cheerio account. That shit's always really fascinating to me because I'm like, okay, clearly, you know, they recorded this after the fact. And I'm like, how bad was the audio to begin with? 
that they had to use this instead, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's wild. I, wild. I just watched a thing earlier on uh, the Highlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A video by uh, one of my favorites, Minty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Minty again. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, there's the voiceover at the beginning but done by Sean Connery. Where mm-hmm. he's just reading the text, or the text is on the screen, and mm-hmm. he's reading it, and it's got a nice little echo to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that's because he recorded it in a bathroom. Oh wow! That's <laughs> it was awesome. not an effect. That's amazing. They like asked him to record it, and then he sent it in, and that's. <laughs> I kind of love hearing about like where people record stuff. Like a lot of times, people will, like will record like in their closet or whatever uh-huh. to get like uh-huh. minimal sound. Uh-huh. Absolutely fascinating to me. I mean, like, I can't imagine fitting in one of our closets because there's so little. You have <laughs> I done. mean, I have. I have done. <laughs> I have, but. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I can't imagine fitting in there for something other than to have a panic attack. Is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> to record. It's a perfect something. size for that. <laughs> it's, it's not a great much else. Size. It's a great size for a panic attack. But, um, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I am trying to think of. There's so, Michael so much. Keaton, yeah, there's a lot. There's so much. One like, of the nice things is, <laughs> one of the fun things is, he starts hanging out with the other stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. They, and, he, and he meets Angelian at the grocery store. Right. Oh, she doesn't right. have any kids. Apparently, she's just a single lady. Right. Who has no job. I don't know. It's I un- know. Unclear. Yeah, it's very confusing. But I like that, like, the you know, she's like helping him out because he's like overwhelmed in yeah. the grocery store which is relatable honestly but um she's helping him out and, and like <laughs> he's she's like waving as he leaves and like one of the other housewives is like he's married and she's like so were we <laughs> and i'm like oh no but that's yeah that's that's true divorce happens <laughs> it's sad <laughs> oh my god i forgot this i i was gonna say this uh, to you last night, but I thought it. I thought I'd save it for the pod. It like on the like the suggested age viewing or whatever. It's it's oh. for ages eleven and up. Yeah, I think I saw that too. I'm like eleven. <laughs> I know it's an odd. Ages are so like like. I mean, this was pre PG thirteen. So no, I get <laughs> right, but it's so confusing. Like I, I don't understand. How do you decide? Yeah, it's like, very why arbitrary. Is it, could like a ten year old not handle it? A mature ten year old could be <laughs> probably be all right. <laughs> there oh god i think what i like about this movie is that it's is really really funny without like without being like at the expense of anyone yeah you know yeah, like yeah. it doesn't feel like it's making a mockery of women it doesn't feel like it's making a mockery of men even it doesn't right. feel like it's making a mockery of people who work or stay at home or anything like that it literally just feels like it's it's like look at how much work it is to stay at home with your kids. Look at what American families are having to struggle <laughs> with right now. But also I like... Collapsing economy. I also... I know it's stupid. Gender norms are shifting. <laughs> I like I like how... Kids are stupid and you shouldn't have three of them for any reason. Oh, God. But honestly, like, so many... Ch- I mean, like, I mean, whatever. Like, but how there's... They, it seems like they have, like, a lot of kids close together. And that's... Whew. Yeah. That seems like a lot of work. I don't know how people, I mean, I don't know how anybody has one kid. 
I, and I don't mean that like in a shitty way. I literally mean like emotionally. I don't know how you handle that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, um, but Kudos, like to I have guess. like three kids and to be as chill as she was, I'm like, what the <clears throat> fuck? Anyway. Yeah, like because like after <laughs> a couple months, he's like, my head is, my brain is oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like. I know it's kind of cheesy, but like I like how so she gets a job in advertising and it's like her first day, you know. She's not, you know, like she's kind of unsure of herself. She keeps doing this thing. And, like, I know, like, I felt bad because, like, a lot of the ways, like, she keeps, like, cleaning up <laughs> yeah. and stuff like yeah, that yeah. and, like, doing. And, you know, I'm like, God, that makes me think of myself, though. Like, it really does. Like, when you're no, it's used relatable. to doing something and you're like, I can't. It just, seems. Like, she walks in into a meeting. In the movie, it's meeting, kind of odd, yeah. awkward and out of place. I've, right. Well, or, sort or, of. I mean, it's I, but I think that out of place. I think it's supposed to. I yeah, think it's supposed yeah. to feel awkward. Like she walks into <laughs> a meeting and it's just like a bunch of dudes and a couple women smoking cigarettes in like all this, these fast food containers right, and on like the table. all this shit just all over the table. And she starts like trying to clean it up. And Martin Mull's like, you know, we have people to do that. And she's like, uh, okay, I'm just not used to that. My and favorite like, is no, when uh, they're on his private jet and she starts cutting, <laughs> she's his, cutting his steak for him. For him. <laughs> Like, you know, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, it really feel like I know, like, doing, like, stuff where I'm, like, working food service. And then, like, if I go out to eat, I mean, obviously, I've not gone out to eat in at R. least R. a year because <laughs> I'm responsible. Um, I, like, anytime I would go out to eat before there was a giant pandemic um, all over the world, I... I, I'm like, I have to make the table super neat and, like, as easy to clean up as possible. Like, I like everything. Like, I, I'm like, you know, I know, like, the procedure. Like, it doesn't matter how clean the table looks. You still have to wipe it off. Right. You still have to disinfect it and all that stuff. But I'm like, I'm still, like, wiping up messes. And if yeah, I spill yeah, yeah, something, yeah. I'm cleaning it up. Because I'm like, I know what you, I, you don't need to have to deal with, you know, someone coming in and just, like, having to clean yeah. up all their shit. Barfing all over. Yeah, like. Just, like, ripping shit and throwing it and (laughs) sweeping, you know. Like, I mean, I'm, like, who, like, I'm sure I'm a messy person, but, like, you know, (coughs) doesn't need to. Only emotionally. (laughs) Ayo. That hurt my feelings. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I just, I related a lot to that whole thing of, like, when you're, especially when you go into a new environment, just, like, you're like not sure. I don't know like, what my role is yet, so yeah, I default I have to, to uh, yeah. yeah. But also, I liked how like she's like, okay, I don't like any of the things that you guys are doing, and like her ideas were good and fresh. But I'm like, that's true. Like a lot of times, no, yeah. like and and it and it tracks with like especially like. Also, certain... I'm sorry. <laughs> it just it tracks when you like get a job somewhere and they're like, we we hired you because you're different. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't know about that. I mean, like... I get jobs because I'm a white man. <laughs> and then people find out, oops. Um, but yeah, like, you know, just Just kidding, in. I don't get jobs. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. Just Sorry. saying. It's fine. It's... <laughs> and it seems to be implied that... Uh, Cherry Gar and Martin Mole's characters knew each other from before. Is that? I thought she said. That seems to be why she got the job. I thought, she or why said, she got an interview anyway. Oh well, she said he told me to call him Ron at lunch today. Yeah. Which so I assumed she just got hired. 
Yeah. I assume like a friend like it like recommend anyway, whatever. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Um I like there's one scene where like like at first Michael Keaton is doing a terrible job. Like basically being a stay at home mom <laughs> or parent, sorry. Um Here we go again. <laughs> He's not doing a good job, but it's Correct. mostly, like, emotional. Like, he's just, like, not taking care of himself. He's feeling overwhelmed with everything that he has to do. He's, like, not changing his clothes. He's, like, just absolutely, like, not oh, grooming. Yeah. They you show know. him getting depressed. They don't call it that, but he sinks right. into a he's depression. Very, he's, very, like very. And, and I was, like, <sighs> no, that, tra- like, and, and like, they have this argument. But I felt yeah. like I appreciated the argument because she's, like, you know, I did this right. for eight years. And he's like, why didn't you tell me you were miserable? And she's like, I wasn't. Right. It's just a lot of work <laughs> that I was I was okay with doing, you know? And they just had this, like, whole argument. But the argument didn't – what I liked about it is the argument did not feel like it was – it didn't feel like it was, like, I'm a woman, so it's easier for me. And it was like, yeah. I'm a man, so right. I'm not – I'm not, I don't know how to do this stuff. It didn't feel like that at all. It felt like, like she was saying like, you're, you don't seem to give a shit about (laughs) any of this stuff. And that's hard for me because I did this for a long time and I did it well. And your lack of, of trying makes it feel like you think it's not worth your time. Uh, yeah. You know? And I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the whole thing where she's like, I don't want, you know, like. I did all of this and I, I did it really well. And now you're coming in and you're saying it's too hard. Hmm. Excuse me. Someone disagrees. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Wrong way. (laughs) South bound, inter northbound leaving. (laughs) Um, So, but then (coughs) they have the argument and then uh, he he falls asleep watching (laughs) soap operas and then has this dream that, <clears throat> Angelion is coming on to him. Yeah, trying to seduce him. And then he wakes up, and she actually shows up in real life. And it seems like she's he, down the clown. And uh, he's like, "Get out of here!" He gives himself a pep talk. He's going through the <laughs> no, whole. No, no, no. That's later on in the movie. Oh. No, she comes over, and she's like, "It's the poker night." And he's like, he's like "Oh, it's gotta, canceled. You gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go." He's like, "You gotta go." And she's like, "But we're we always do this." And he's like, "No, there, uh, no. Bye. I'll explain later. Bye." And he just like shuts the door in her face, which I thought was really funny because it like is. She so doesn't weird. move. Yeah, she does. She almost gets hit in the face with the knocker. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. And she still doesn't move. I was like, "Wow." Deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But then uh, his depression is cured. No, I don't feel like it was cured. I don't feel, I, I feel like. He snaps out of it. No, not like snaps out of it. I feel like what, like it goes into that talk that she was having with him. Like yeah. you're treating this like it's beneath you and you're not depressed because you're sad. You're depressed because you think that like all this is, is beneath you. And like he starts taking care, but he starts taking care of the house. He starts doing yeah. things. He starts cleaning. He starts and I feel like it's showing <laughs> I related to it because I'm like, this is how I can like, you know, like you kind of I mean, and I'm not trying to say like this is how depression works. Like I've had depression like my entire life, like since I was a small child, like I've dealt with depression. Uh, join the club. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm not like saying like, oh, I've 
I've seen depression on TV, so I know how it works. I'm I'm speaking like personally from, like, when you get in those ruts where you just are letting yourself go. No, I related to how it looked. <laughs> I just didn't understand why the his the change was seemingly precipitated by the sex stream. Oh, because like the wife caught him, and I think it was like so in the dream, like. She oh, ca- she's coming either. on to him, and then his wife comes in, and she's like, Pulls she like shoots so him, good. but like oh, only right. hits him in the shirt, which is hilarious, because she's saying, "I hate the shirt that you're wearing," and then she ends up shooting him, and it's just like ruins his shirt, and he's like, "No, my shirt." Um, but she's basically saying like, "Yeah, he, I don't, it's not worth it, you know, like to be with him anymore," and she's like, "I'm happy to, you know," she like, you know, Martin Mull comes in and. You know, it's this whole fantasy dream that he's having where he's, like, panicking about yeah. this. But I think it's, like, it's meant to imply that she's, like, given up on him because he's not doing, you know, he's, you know, given up on all of these things that she's worked really hard on. Uh, okay. And he's and he's just, like, this isn't good enough for me. And I'm just, so, like, and you had a just, cheating dream, bro. You had a what? You had a cheating dream, okay? <laughs> I have... Had I have one of those every week, so <laughs> it doesn't did not solve my depression. So I'm pissed off. But you, you don't usually have dreams where I catch you and then threaten to. No, leave I don't have you. dreams where you catch me. But <laughs> when I was younger, most of my cheating dreams involved getting caught um, and getting shot in the in the flannel. <laughs> but yeah, I think what it is is like he realizes that like he's taking his his wife for granted like he's taking okay. like what right. she's done for granted kind of thing that's how i took it at least sustained right and so i i appreciated that whole scene where he's like okay this isn't beneath me and i can do this stuff and 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 i think like what i was saying about depression though like some of it is like if if you i mean and i'm not saying this is this is a cure for your depression that's not what i mean but what i'm saying is like if you get into that rut of like not yeah. wanting to move, not yeah. wanting to get, and you just stay there and you cycle yeah, it's through a that. feedback loop. Yeah, but like once you start doing just like the tiniest little things, like washing your clothes, or yeah, you know, sh- you're you know, you just get into a routine like okay, or I'm gonna shower every day, redesigning your entire house. <laughs> that comes later, but like yeah, like you just start. You might just be bipolar. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, all I'm trying to say is that I, I appreciated how they showed, like, and also I, I, no, yeah, it's, it's I gotta say, I it's thought, sympathetic. I saw that I, I felt like his let go look was great. I didn't think, oh, he looked, yeah. I didn't think he looked bad. Oh no. By like, today's standard. His grandma like, glasses and flannel. Oh yeah, his glasses were great. Yeah. yeah he grows like, a beard. Yeah. And it's so good. Now it would be his put together right, look. Exactly. Now he'd just be a hipster, but yeah. They were like, oh, my God, what's this facial hair on you? I mean, I can do without facial hair, honestly. But, um, yeah, his grandma glasses and flannel. I'm like, no, you can keep that. <laughs> the frames were pretty good. I they were. Them. They were so big and chunky. But w- were they, like, clear? Yeah. They were, like, clear or, like, very, like, light. Transparent. Yeah, white. Translucent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ending? Ridiculous. I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like the ending. Because it was, like, chaotic. It was just, it's like... It's chaotic as fuck, but it ends up with them getting everything they want and need. Right, yeah, basically. <coughs> Tambor comes back to beg 
Michael Keaton to come back and and, and yeah. Well, first of all, let's just say like um, Terry Gar and her advertising job, she comes up with like a winning pitch. That's right. She gets promoted and, and she get yeah. She comes up with a she winning pitches pitch, a campaign that and she gets she has to fly to California suddenly on Halloween night and uh, the <laughs> on Halloween night when like. They're they're having an argument. He's like, "You're never around. You're never you never see the kids and me. You know, like I don't think that this is what you want. You know, um, I kind of felt like I was like ugh about it just because I'm like I get it, but she didn't have this talk with him. You know, yeah. It also so feels I'm a little. Like, mm, you it, know, it felt a little late for him. I mean, it felt shoehorned in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, why are you bringing this up now? She's the car is here to pick her up. Well, I think it's because, like, And she, why are you getting on your high horse right well, now? Well, I think it's because, like, it was a last minute. Like, they were like, okay, we need you on a plane in two hours. And so she just got ready and went. He's like, hey, this is the kid's Halloween, and this kind of sucks that you're just leaving. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, okay, well, who's going to fucking pay the bills? Right. One of us doesn't work. Anyway, yeah. it's always, like, my issue with shit like that where they're like, your job, you're, it's taking you away from your family. And I'm like, so you just quit, and then your family's homeless? Right. Like, it's clearly, like, people write these things that don't, like, worry about money. Or as we've discussed, our favorite trope of, like, the, the wife of a cop who's like, I can't do this anymore. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, you... I can't. Every night, I don't know if you're going to come home or not. <laughs> I knew this going in, but somehow, suddenly, I'm not okay with it anymore. <laughs> exactly. But, like, but, yeah, like... So he has that conversation, but while they're having that conversation, there's just like a giant fucking ET peeking out from a from a tree, <laughs> spying on them, <laughs> which is amazing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and it was, it's so big, like it's because it's obviously like one of the moms, I guess. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's a full head ET mask, but then. What I liked is that the rest of the costume it's was just, just like, like looked like a Muppet. <laughs> just like a fuzzy. And then Aunt Jillian is a cute little, little kitty cat. Little ahead of her time. Yeah. She true. looked like a, she could be a. In an episode of The Office. Halloween episode of The yeah. Office. Yeah. Or a cam <laughs> worker. <coughs> um, Selling a Higao videos. <laughs> Um, there's, oh, so while Terry Gar is in California for this, you know, thing, this work thing that she's doing, <laughs> Martin Wall decides to put the moves on her. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty great. kind of a it's great scene. It's it, a great it scene because he just, like, comes into her hotel room with, she, like, champagne, and she's like, what? She's in the here? shower. Yeah. And he comes in with room comes, service. Yeah, and he's, like, they, like, let him in, which is so sketch, but, like, yeah. also, it's the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's super rich. So right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably um, gave the guy like 100 ten bucks. Bu- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 hundred bucks. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she like comes out and she's like. <laughs> I like that he's like, I really appreciate you doing this. And he's like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. But she comes out of the shower and Martin Mull's just like, um, hey there. And she's just like. Oh, he, she gets out of the. Remember, she gets out of the shower because the phone rings. Michael Keaton calls. Oh, yeah, yeah. He calls, and Martin Mull's like, who the, who the hell is this, or whatever? And he's like, this is her husband. Who's this? And then he just hangs, hangs up. up. <laughs> but 
like Terry Guard comes out and she's like, okay, cool, you're celebrating in my room. Why are you in here? Yeah. And he's just like, ooh, la la, let's get together. And she says, <laughs> you've been drinking a lot, haven't you? And he goes, Haha, yes, I have. <laughs> he's like, a lot. <laughs> Which I <laughs> just like, he's just like, mm hmm, that's right, I have, you know it. <laughs> um, but then he, like, I don't know, I can't remember. He, like, tries to kiss her or something, and she just, like, full on just, like, Dexter. knocks him out. She just, like, so punches good. him in the face, which I also like because I feel like, like, usually when that trope is done, it's always like the girl's always like, oh, my hand hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, and, like, like, she says, like, like when she comes back home, like, Martin Mull's face is all bashed up. Yeah. And he's like, does your hand hurt? And she's like, mm, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they address that. But, like, it's, yeah, she just, like, decks him. And then she's like, oh, you know. Come on, get out. We could make a great team, Carolyn. Really? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, basically, you dump Jack, you marry me, and it's Richardson, Frankel, and Richardson. Come on. What are you trying to tell me? Is you in love with me? <laughs> oh, hell no. But the client is. All right, Ron. This is my official warning to you. Get out! You are so adorable when you're angry. Ron, get out. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Ron! Oh, don't be coy. <laughs> oh, trying to play hard to get, huh? I like Which too that she sets yeah. a clear. She's like, you've officially been warned. Yeah. <laughs> she sets a clear boundary yeah, yeah, yeah. that he pushes. Yeah. And then she <laughs> fucking. Decks it's so him. good. Yeah. Which is again, it's like it's 1983, and this is like really yeah. good for 1983. Yeah. Like it's not something it's good for now. And it's not anything. And like Michael Keaton gets so upset though. It's kind of sweet. Like he's <laughs> he kicks. That's the only thing. He oh, kicks right. the fucking TV because he thinks his wife's having an affair. He so he bashes apart his TV. And then it's like the next day the repair person is there and she's like, oh, I think I figured out what's wrong with your TV. Mind you, it's literally the screen is completely shattered. And she's like, I figured out what was wrong with your TV. And he's like, what's that? And she just holds up a shoe. She's like, this was in it. It's like, oh, my God. It's like, like literally, like the TV's just like, there's no way. It's, yeah, there's no there's, saving it. No sa oh, my God. But, yeah. like but, <laughs> This is kind of a great, like, uh, all these, like, uh, there's this cast of service people. Yeah, that just comes. There's like the TV repair person. Yeah. There's the uh, exterminator. Mm -hmm. And there's the guy. The guy that's that's adjusting the furnace. Yeah, that's right. The, no, sorry, the water heater. The pilot on the water heater. Which right? I'm like, what? That's a knob. We could do that. He's adjusting the the heat Right on the water, like adjusting Correct. the the setting on the water heater. I'm Correct. like, I've never in my life heard of someone calling someone in to. Do yeah, that. it's literally there's a a knob where you can just very easily turn right. it hotter or cold. I've never maybe I've never. water heaters in the 80s were not so. I doubt it, but also what the f okay. <laughs> but they um, become almost regulars. Like yeah. you see them around the house more than once. And they're all there at the for the climactic. How many bugs do they have for that exterminator to show up as many times as he does? Probably not as much as we do, and we haven't seen anybody <laughs> since when, November. That's when I uh, is it Angelian. That's when she comes in, and uh, and, what? and like he's given himself the pep talk of why he's not going to hook up with her uh -huh. she he thinks that Terry Gar has is having an affair with Martin Mall. Oh, mm -hmm. and so she comes over. Angelian comes over. And she's like, you know, like, how are you doing? And he's like, you know, because, you know, she's come over to his house. Like, they've 
hung out together a ton. And he's like, fix yourself a drink. You know, he's like, I got to take a shower because he has paint all over himself. And he's using paint thinner to get the paint off of himself. Oh, that's what it was. And then she and she's coming and she just like fixes them a drink and just like comes into their bedroom. She the bedroom. And and she's like, ooh, la la, I'm waiting out here for you, which is just weird because she's yeah. just like sitting on their bed fully dressed and there's nothing weird is happening except for she has like whiskey or something. I don't uh-huh. know, whatever. Um, and so he's just giving himself, he's like, why, like, this is why you can't do it. Or he's like, she wants you, you know, she's, you know, and then, but he's like, this kid won't say anything. That kid will. You know? Yeah. Right. That kid's going to spill everything. You know? And he will definitely talk. <laughs> and, and then finally he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything. But by then like Terry Gar's come home and kicked Angelian out. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. It's just like them. Everyone busting in and being like, hey. Please have a job. Yeah. Please have everything you want. But here's what I liked about that. I liked how they're both like, I don't know about this. And like all the like exter- like the exterminator and everything. Yes. They're like, they're like, here's what you need to ask for. And he's like, okay. You know. Yeah. And what's great like, is that I wrote it down because somewhere I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. The TV repair person goes goes off with uh Ron Richardson, Martin Mole's character, to negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? On Terry Carr's <laughs> behalf. And the exterminator guy goes with uh, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> and then they're just like hanging out and, and just like. Freeze frame. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. John Candy waves <laughs> to the camera. Because <laughs> it's John Hughes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I appreciated that, that that aspect of it where they were like, oh, we want you back. And they're both like, I don't know. And yeah. everyone's like, this is where you negotiate. Right, like, right. you're being bet. Like, you don't have to just accept it how it was. Like, right. you can ask for stuff. Which I also think is a good, you know, that's also a, a good message. Like, you can negotiate. Like, you can ask for right. things when you're being offered a job, believe it or not. Like, right. Which is something people kind of forget, I feel like. Yeah. We're conditioned to forget that. Right. We're conditioned to think that's <coughs> not something. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was... Especially, I mean, like, almost 40 years old. Yeah. And it's like, come on, how is that, like, like, if they, I mean, like, they basically pulled that shit. Someone's just running up the stairs, I think. Or banging okay. on something. It's not our door. No, I don't believe okay. so. I think, especially, like, what we were saying with, um, like, the gender shit, like, at the beginning where he's, like, got the chainsaw and shit yeah. and, like, overalls and a chainsaw and he's like, yeah, I'm going to knock out the wall and shit. Like, and just very clearly seeming like he doesn't know what he's doing, you know? And that being more of a, like, you could have been fine answering the door in your in your pajamas. Right. That probably would have been Better even. more of a blow to Martin Mole's, you know, ego than you coming in trying to assert your yeah. dominance, you know? But that being very obvious. Like, things like that where it's like, I think that, I think that was well, done. Well, then they have the whole scene sequence where it's martin mole's birthday and he does like a track and field tournament yeah oh and he throws i like that because he he makes a point because they're like oh you know none of us because like they're like martin mole wins every year and he's like okay why and they're like he's he's the boss and he has to win and michael keaton's like he's not my boss and they're like he's your wife's boss so michael keaton very intentionally beats him like he gets to the end of the race and then right before he's about to win he throws it because he knows he just wanted to prove to his wife that he could do it and then he throws it and no one else knows that he's thrown it except for her somehow yeah well you know (laughs) 
but I think suddenly that's, collapses I think well, two inches like, from trips, the finish line. He like trips or whatever. But like, yeah, I like that's really cool though because it's like very intentional that he only needed his wife to see that. Like he only he was yeah. only doing that for his wife. Like it wasn't a thing where he actually like he didn't even give a shit about Martin Mall. Like at that point. Well, oh, at that point, you yeah. know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he was just like whatever. It seems it, like know. he it he changes his mind about why he's doing it and. Mm-hmm. He just yeah he's just like which I feel like that's a really yeah that's a really sweet moment I thought it was you yeah. know and I don't know that I've ever I ever really caught onto that part like understood like what that was saying until uh, you know like oh he just you know he you know oh he got he got cold feet it's, uh, it's a good episode of Bob's Burgers <laughs> that's that's true yeah no but I think it's I think for being fucking forty years old. This movie no, holds up. Absolutely. And, and surprisingly. Yeah. And I like I said, like I was actually kind of fucking worried going in totally. that I was like, oh God, I misremembered this being good. And Wait, then did I, I mention like, the no. who directed? Oh, I did, yeah. You did. Dan Dragoti. Sorry. Got scared. <laughs> so I, I also I forget I also ha- having watched all these movies over the last year. Uh <clears throat> I've come to accept that John Hughes writes some slapsticky-ass movies. Oh, it's true, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But this I one wasn't that bad. Like, yeah. some of them don't. Honestly, I <laughs> like feel. Like, some of the scenes in fucking Uncle Buck and oh shit. Oh, my God. What <laughs> this one has a whole bit with the washing machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I feel like John Hughes' stuff is honestly, like, very like contingent upon like who's in it yeah like if like and who's directing yeah whether or not well of course but like whether or not it's good it's like i like i feel like a lot of the john candy and john hughes stuff i'm like it felt like and i'm not saying i'm not saying it's bad i'm just i feel like it's one of those things where like it's like never get like if you've never had any sort of like critical feedback in your life is what it feels like, you know, yeah. because it's like two people that know each other really well working together yeah. and someone just being like, okay, I'm going to write something for you that I know you'll be able to deliver. Not challenging. Uncle them. book feels unfinished to me. It yeah. feels like oh, it's, a daily, it is, you know, it's like yeah, a rough cut or something. So weird. <laughs> it's weird. And it's like, I mean, it was, it was okay, yeah. but it also, it just felt like a TV sh- episode. Yeah. It's kind of just a series of bits. Yeah. Almost. But that's what it, you know, like a lot of his stuff with John Candy just feels I guess. like that. It just feels like, like yeah. he was like, well, I don't really have to try because Great outdoors. Candy knows me. So I, I don't have to it's weird. really stress. Yeah. Weird. And, and like a lot of the, I mean, like I haven't, obviously I haven't seen every single f- fucking John Hughes movies. You may movie have. Movie ever. You may have. <laughs> possible. It's I feel possible. like we might have both <laughs> oh, at this God. point. Is it, oh God, is it, um. Sixteen Candles by John Hughes. I think so. Okay. Did you do Breakfast Club too? Yeah. Okay. He definitely did Breakfast Club. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I have. He did all those teen movies. Not all of them, or maybe all of them. That's why. Didn't he do like she's having a baby? Yes. At the same time as a Uncle Buck, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Uncle Buck. Because he didn't direct Uncle. Or was it The Great Outdoors? He didn't direct one of them. He didn't he direct Home Alone. Oh, okay, because he was doing. But yeah. he wrote it. 
Yeah. Fuck, I don't remember. There's so many. This is the thing. <laughs> any basically any th- <clears throat> movie with John Candy where yeah. he's trains, planes, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. And what's the one where? Uh, oh, it's Home Alone yeah. where he plays. Yeah, yeah. He's in the uh, polka band. <laughs> polka, polka, polka. Oh my god. Um, but all he's saying is, all I'm trying to say is like this didn't feel like a John Hughes movie. Not in that way. Like, it didn't feel yeah. like... Cause I feel no, like, yeah, it was tight. Yeah, well, it was tight, but also it's like... I feel like John Hughes does does that... Like, this didn't feel like there was a, a scene chopped into it that was, like, specifically to make fun of Asian people or something, which I feel like happened... Or, like, something... There's a poker was, game, though. There... I mean, yeah. The, I mean, not, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make fun of Asian people. <laughs> I'm there, just saying well, yeah. that's a thing but, he'll throw in. But, um... Yeah, but there also wasn't something that was specifically in there to, like, make fun of. I mean, maybe the the scene where he's buying pads is the most John Hughes scene that there was. But, yeah, it didn't feel like it was, like, John Hughes just has, like, a, a very specific, like, I have to make fun of a demographic in every one of his movies, really? it feels. I feel like, especially the ones we've watched. Um, I think Home Alone maybe doesn't necessarily have that, but even so, like, like they, you know, the old guy, how they're like, he's a murderer and he chopped uh-huh. up his whole family. And then he's just like, no, I'm just a sad old man. You know, I kind of, I mean, like that's the closest that Home Alone gets to oh, like I making see. fun of it. Uh, like a, a demographic, I think, just mainly because, you know, it's about a little kid. So, but yeah, like I feel like John Hughes does that thing where he's just like, really, you know, I don't know. I can't think of anything from Uncle Buck, but I'm sure there was, like, the weird, like, <laughs> back and forth between him and the eldest daughter in Uncle Buck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? This is, like, And then Laurie Metcalf. Okay. Yeah, that was some weird shit, too. You're like, okay. I mean, like, Laurie Metcalf is amazing. But, like, yeah. But, yeah, John Hughes just has, like, this weird, like. Yeah. Like, it felt like, like, with Uncle Buck, I felt like, I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't like teenage girls, do you? You think they're assholes like this felt like it was specifically like teenage girls think they know everything you know well or maybe just teenagers i mean all those teen movies yeah i'm just like oof. you know anyway whatever john i'm hughes. just shitting on john hughes at this point but that's fine mr mom's great for being a john hughes film especially <laughs> that's my takeaway and shockingly not set in chicago land mm-hmm. is it not where is it set though detroit oh wow I didn't. Motor City. Oh. Is that what that is? Motown. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's also Rock City. Oh, my God. You're right. It is. You're right. Never been. Me neither. Me neither. It's on my list since living in the North. No. Living in the Midwest. Excuse me. Where am I? Hello? Detroit and uh, New Orleans. Yeah, I want to go to New Orleans, but not in the touristy white people way. It's going to be awful regardless. What? I feel like. But um, I I don't know why. I, I want to go to Des Moines. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because you planned a getaway that never I was. <laughs> you planned a honeymoon that <laughs> got canceled. Yeesh. Yeah. That was a nice. That was a nice. I'm uh, curious about Iowa. Nobody talks about exactly. Iowa. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's yeah, right yeah. next door. Yeah. I've never been. I was, yeah, I want to. I guess I don't hear that much about Indiana, but 
relatively comparatively more. Yeah, I feel like I hear that. I remember when I was working at uh, Benny's, someone came in with a, a shirt. I'm not gonna be able to remember. It, it was some pun about like. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember enough of it to be hilarious. funny. Yeah, hilarious. But before we go, please, please, please tell the story of Jason from when you worked at Benny's when they were. Oh. <laughs> so there was a fellow <laughs> by the name of Michael Myers who worked in the the wine section, mm-hmm. and um. <coughs> a particular, I don't know, what, it was at closing time on like a Friday or Saturday or something. <laughs> and somebody paged him. You know, it was like Michael Myers to the... <laughs> and people, you know, he would get paged that way on purpose. Oh, yeah. He yeah. went by Mike. Yeah. But... <laughs> anyway. And I was up front like ringing or just cleaning or whatever. <laughs> and somebody in line was like, oh shit, Michael Myers, you know who that is. That's Jason. <laughs> that's like the best fucking. Oh god, that's an amazing. Oh, I feel like. And I, then everybody cracked up. Everybody was like, yeah. "Oh fuck, we gotta get out of here." <laughs> not laughing at the person who said, right, yeah. "Not because they said Michael Myers." That's Jason. <laughs> they were just all in agreement. But that's like okay. That's good because for two reasons. One, because that's honestly something I would probably do. <laughs> I'd probably be in that line. I'd be like, you're right. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Which if, is why it's so funny. Michael Myers, that's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers, that's the girl from The Ring. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. Ring to rule them all. Rule them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what you were going for. <laughs> Oi. Oi. Oh, comedy. That's not what you'll find on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a. I think I'm. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't. I feel like I didn't uh, really on the last few. I just want to apologize to everyone because I feel like the last few podcasts I haven't talked about everyone's fuckability like I promised. So I feel like I've let you down. Oh, do you want to do a quick? Run I mean, through? I just like. I mean, Michael Keaton as always can get it. Yes. That's really all I had to say. Uh, just Michael Keaton. If, you, if Jeff you're Bridges? ever, if you're, no, I'm not into 80s Jeff. Bridges. Glenn Close. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those where I'm like, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I. This sounds shitty, <laughs> it's but it's about to. it's about beauty standards in Hollywood, <laughs> not my personal standards, <laughs> or what I believe yeah, should yeah, be yeah, a yeah, standard. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's very surprising to me that Glenn Close. Oh yeah. Got the role she right, did. But that's what's exciting about it, right? That's what, Is like, because, I mean, for me, like, when you're like, yeah, like. like I don't con- I don't think it, she's unattractive. No, no, I don't think she's unattractive but I don't think by. She's conventionally attractive in the sense of, like, like, especially not beauty standards today, because, like. No, she would never get cast. Ugh. I fucking hate how gross shit has gotten, yeah, it's like, gotten these days. so but worse and narrow. That's what I, I love. Like, she was a fucking sex symbol. Like, she was, like. Like, people were like, holy shit, Glenn Close is I hot. Guess. But, like, if you look, like, you know, she's she's not, like, 
and again, like, I'm not, like, critiquing, like, her looks. Like, I'm not right. like, oh, she's fucking ugly. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying by Hollywood standards, right. you wouldn't necessarily expect to see someone like her. Correct. And the fact that you do is really exciting to me. Uh-huh. Like, I love, yeah. I love that shit. Like, I want to see people that have, yeah. like, an interesting I'm, like, rooting for her when like, I watch exactly, her. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm, it, like. Except that her characters so are far horrible. are horrible. <laughs> not and making she, great decisions. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've yeah. only seen. Also, Terry Gar, man, she was so gorgeous. I thought she was so fucking gorgeous. Oh, hell yeah. God, she's so beautiful. I really just appreciated the scenes where. Like, I love her in Tootsie. Like, she just fucking loses it, like, when she's, like, talking to. Um, oh, yeah. What's his name? Jason Hoffman. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Tootsie I Hoffman? Say, I was going to say Douglas. Fairbanks. Just Douglas Keaton or something like that, which is nobody. Um, so, yeah. Like, Dustin Douglas. <laughs> Dustin Diamond Douglas. <laughs> When, uh, when she's like, thinks he's, you know, like they, they hook up or whatever. I don't know. There's this whole scene where she's like accusing Dustin Hoffman of like not wanting to be with her or whatever. And she's just like, I'm in charge of my own orgasm. I know, you know, and she's just like, just going the fuck off on him. And it's like this beautiful scene where she's just losing her shit. And he's just like calmly like, like, oh no, you're great. No, I, it's not about you. You know, I don't know. It's but she's just like, I don't know. She it just feels like yeah. she's like giving it her all, and he's kind of not. <laughs> like I mean, in the scene, like he's right. just like okay, whatever. But she's just like, I don't know. I love. I don't know. And I also like. And in, in Tootsie, like she's going in for an audition, and they're saying that she needs to be like have like a rough attitude. And so she's like, you have to go with me. She's like, you're the only person. You're going to piss me off before Oh yeah, that's right. the audition. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get to that level if you're not with me. And he's like, okay, fine. So he goes with her, and he starts to help her take her jacket off. But he's, like, doing it really badly. So her arm's stuck. And she's, like, so fucking pissed at him. And he's like, he's like, okay. And he's just, like, fucking with her, trying to, like, get her jacket off. And she's like, stop it! And she's, like, so mad at him. And he's, she's like, ooh. And he's... <laughs> And she's like, okay, I'll see you in a minute. And he's like, fuck you. And she's like, oh, God, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Because she was so fucking enraged, you know? And I, yeah, it's like she, I, I'm like sad that Terry, I feel like Terry Gar really, like, she was like in stuff and then like dropped yeah. off. And it's, that's the, that's the shit where I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's where I hate. That's, that's where I hate Hollywood. <laughs> that and all of the other shit that Hollywood does. But yeah. That's it though. Anyway. For hating Hollywood. Terry no, Gar- I was appreciating in Mr. Mom mm-hmm. just her, her, the scenes where she's basically just reacting to mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not saying anything, but her. Yeah. No, she's great. She's great. All presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, she just had, like, this, this like, gift yeah. for, like, just. And, like, she or just. skill. She does. <laughs> She doesn't have to, like, and I feel like Michael Keaton does this, too. Like, they don't necessarily have to say something to make you, like, get where they're going with uh-huh. something. And so, like, their pairing in this, I think, was really good. It's I think, good. like, yeah. Um, she definitely seems to me, like, a, the seasoned actor. Oh, compared oh to yes. <laughs> Michael Keaton. 100%. Not, not especially in this. Especially she just in seems so, like, yeah. at ease on camera. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean. No, but I. that's how it seems, you know. <clears throat> yeah. That's what it, you know. And she's just like, you know, she can, she does, like, she's so physical in how she responds to mm-hmm. things, too. And, like, that's. It's embodied. A, yeah. And, but, like, for, like, a woman, you yeah. know, to, to, to make it not, yeah. 
to not just try to like yeah she's very aware of her body and what it's doing and how it's affecting the scene Mm -hmm. is what it feels like which is exciting to watch i don't know she's great i like her a lot terry gar yeah all pro yeah yeah she's great that's my personal (laughs) that's my unprofessional opinion so that's all i have to say about that I feel yeah. like it, I talked a long time about Terry Gar, which is good. She deserves to be talked. She deserves to be talked about. Amen. <laughs> Checking my notes. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, I listed all the. <laughs> there's all these references to other movies. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> and music and from other music, movies. Yeah. And they actually just use the music. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a Rocky reference that uh, you mentioned yep, earlier. Yep, they yep. use the Rocky training montage yep. music, famous mm-hmm. music when later he's, like, on. When he's shaving his beard. And the music from Jaws, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, yeah. Chariots of Fire yeah. during the fucking <laughs> track and mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the theme from The Young and the Restless. Cause oh, right. Yeah, because that's coming. all he watches. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I love that because he's like, this is so stupid. How could anybody get into it? And then, and then he's yeah, like yeah. obsessed with it. But like it, like the other wives are like calling him and like and they're like yeah. having chats. He's like, no, no, oh there's God. no way it's his. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I fucking. Oh, God. I <laughs> it's love done really the well. Kids, it's done and the really kids well. like, I thought it was so-and-so's kid. Oh, God. The, like everyone just being so involved in this soap opera. I'm like, this is so fucking accurate. I did. It's accurate because if you've ever watched a soap opera, you hate it so much. You're like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And you hate it up until you realize that you're like having arguments about like <laughs> the people that are in it. And yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> what in the fuck? Like, you, like I didn't – like, I never got into – soap operas but i would watch them and 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 enjoy it and i'm like but i don't care like it's so it's such a confusing thing like you're like i could stop at any time i just don't want to (laughs) (laughs) anyway i don't watch them as an adult though that was mostly a youthful thing well it's different in the era of streaming television versus it's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadcast. I can just binge anything. There's not much else on in the d- daytime. Yeah, when you're... W- there wasn't, yeah. I should say. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> say, this. Speaking of John Hughes, he does the thing... I mean, later on in his family comedies, The mm-hmm. Home Alone and mm-hmm. Uncle Buck and stuff, he loves having the kids say adult things. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm such a sucker for that. <laughs> I know, when I'm he pulls so it up, when he does it well, it's hilarious. Yeah. And there's a couple of those in, in yeah. this. Which, yeah, and the ki- I feel like, like I said, like, the kids do. The kids are great. They do really well. Like, they, they I do. feel like the casting in this was something that was, that yeah. was done well. I this feel is, like, yeah. This is two years away from Christopher Lloyd being Doc Brown. Right, yeah. And, he, I mean, he, just to. He's barely in it. He's in it for, like, five minutes at <laughs> most. Like, yeah. at the most yeah, yeah. throughout the movie. He's in it for five minutes, but, yeah. Um, Having dark hair and stuff. I know, with, like, that hair. weight. Like, it's so weight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm, I think I'm. Yeah. Okay. I'm tapped out, man. I can't talk about Mr. Mom anymore. I'm Challenge. I'm going to lose my voice. Bet. <laughs> Other than Michael Keaton would do. Terry Gar can't get it. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Michael and Keaton. And Jillian. Michael I'm Keaton. sorry. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Michael Keaton, you know where to find me. Does he? I hope. <laughs> As you pointed out, he barely... He's he's just an old person on social media. Don't remind me. (laughs) Yeah. 
Don't let Grandpa have Twitter. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag, don't let, don't let Grandpa have Twitter. Until next time. He's beating up the Joker, the Riddler, and the others. But now his greatest foe is all the folks at Warner Brothers. Will their big budget blockbuster be a bat bomb? Will bat fans care that Batman is also Mr. Mom? Tune in tomorrow to learn the rest. Cause I'll be watching Batman, Batman starring Adam West. Adam West.